Oh, my God. 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Did it I, 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 did it I
JM in the AM. Good morning, all. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to a uh, brand new day and another wonderful radio broadcast. Uh, we're here at the Nahum Siegel Network, JM in the AM, between now and 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And I thank you for tuning in. Uh, however you listen to NSN, whether it's through the phone line or through the uh, app or through um, your web radio or if you're listening on archives right now, whatever method you use. I thank you very much for doing so and listening in from around the world. It's Thursday on this July 6th, the 12th of Tammuz, the year 5777, Tufshin Ayin Zion. And um, that was the brand new single by Eitan Freilich called Lahodos. He joined us yesterday on the air from England. Beats 2.0 with that amazing medley before that. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. As we say, good morning. Welcome to a Thursday. Thanks for joining us. Fun as usual. That's how I would describe Thursday at the Nahum Siegel Network. We've got some amazing programming. Uh, Dean Rachel Friedman is going to join us from Lamdenu later on this morning. Chef Alex from the brand new Bedford on Park is going to be with us. Uh, we'll have Rabbi Yossi Marcus. A brand new Tehillim has been published by Kahat Publishers. We'll speak with him coming up, and then we get into the uh, into the heart of our Thursday morning programming. Charlie Harari with Unlocking Greatness. You'll hear your spin class with Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder. Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs. That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. At 11 a.m., we start our live lunch. Today is going to be a very, very interesting live lunch. We'll spend the first hour here in our studio in New York City. And then uh, the entire, I shouldn't say the entire, but a good part of our team is going to head to uh, Bedford-on-Park for the conclusion of our show. Once we get there, we are going to be um, speaking to the chef while his uh, delicious dishes sit in front of him. And we'll get some of that on video, and you'll be able to see over the next couple of weeks some of the uh, items that Bedford-on-Park has to offer at the 61 East 34th Street. And then at 1 o'clock, Chaim David, the legendary Chaim David, is uh, is on a throwback Thursday, JM in the AM, that dates from the summer of 2005. So uh, a big, big, I just gave you the whole schedule until 4 o'clock Eastern time. We're talking about a big, big chunk of amazing radio coming at you. Just leave it where you got it at the Nahum Siegel Network, and um, and trust me, You'll be happy you did. 72 degrees in New York with afternoon showers and a high 77. Looks like rain for tonight, low 68. And tomorrow, morning showers and a high temperature, uh, 84 degrees. We're at 83 in Yerushalayim, 62 up in Guilford, New York, where they're still talking about the Camp Missouri God Elbaz concert from uh, two nights ago. And here in uh, New York City, we're at 72. As uh, we say good morning at JM. In the AM. Uh, plenty more coming up. We'll kick off the uh, next segment of music with Yaakov Shweki. Thanks for listening to JM in the AM. Ratzon 
other day I lost my way Oi, oi, fabulous I didn't know Right, left, straight ahead or turn around Suddenly, a voice spoke to me It was music to my ears It opened my eyes and calmed me down It was the sweetest word I'd heard The voice said to me at your destination.
Kunstler wrapping up the hour at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Galit Tal in the background. Before Aryeh Kunstler, you heard God Elbaz, star of the Tuesday Night Camp Misora concert with Hashem Melech. Balakol with Simcha Liner. Avremo had both Recalculate and Hallelujah. I mentioned the other day that Independence has given me the... Uh, the gumption to play two songs off the same album in a row, if I wish. How do you like that? Yaakov Shweki had Chaim Shol Shalom to open up that set. 7 o'clock in the morning here in the East. I thank you for tuning in. Galitzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Plenty more happening on this uh, Thursday morning. By the way, Mazel Tov to the Malin and Bienenfeld families. Jordana and Alone Malin's brand new baby boy has his bris this morning. Out in the five towns, we say Mazal Tov to Agina and Josh Mallon, and of course, Cheryl and Jay Bienenfeld. Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. The bris taking place this morning, I think literally as we speak. So Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. על השעה השתיים, כאן רן יובנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. הבחירות לראשות מפלגת העבודה. חברת הכנסת שלי יחימוביץ' הודיעה כי היא תומכת באבי גבאי. כתבנו מיכאל האוזר טוב. בהצהרת תמיכה שפרסמה בעמוד הפייסבוק שלה כתבה יחימוביץ', אני לא טוענת לרגע שאבי גבאי מושלם, לא בהכל אני מסכימה איתו, אבל אני כן אומרת שהוא הבחירה המדויקת ביותר, שהוא יביא את אותו משב רוח רענן, כוחות פנימיים ותקווה. עוד מציינת יחימוביץ', מי ששמה הועלה כמחליפה זמנית של הרצוג לתפקיד יושבת ראש האופוזיציה במידה וגבאי, שאיננו חבר כנסת ייבחר, כי רצונו לתת להרצוג לסיים את הקדנציה הוא הגון ואצילי. בקרמלין תוקפים את ארצות הברית בעקבות האמירה של הנשיא טראמפ, ולפיה רוסיה מערערת את היציבות באזור קוריאה הצפונית. כתבתנו שירה נאות. 
צר לנו על חוסר ההבנה בנושא הקשרים העתידיים בין המדינות, אמר דובר הקרמלין, לאחר שטראמפ האשים את רוסיה בערעור היציבות באזור קוריאה הצפונית. עוד הוא הוסיף, לכן אנחנו מחכים לפגישת פוטין-טראמפ מחר, כך הם יוכלו להביע את דעותיהם האמיתיות, ולא מה שנאמר בתקשורת. ובתוך כך ראש הממשלה נתניהו שוחח בטלפון עם נשיא רוסיה פוטין על המצב בסוריה. מורה מהרצליה נאשם שקיים מערכת יחסים מינית עם תלמידתו בת 16, כתבתנו פיי גוטמן. מכתב האישום עולה כי המורה ניהל מערכת יחסים אינטימית עם תלמידה, בה קיימו יחסי מין במקומות שונים ברחבי בית הספר, לעיתים גם במהלך שעות הלימודים, ואף במסגרת הטיול השנתי. משנודע לו שיחסיהם נתגלו, הנאשם הפציר בקטינה לתת עדות שקרית במשטרה, וכן מחק התכתבויות שניהל עימה, בתוכן גם תמונות שנשלחו בין השניים. איש חינוך לשעבר מהצפון חשוד בביצוע עבירות מין חמורות בנכדתו וביתו בהיותה קטינה. כתבנו קובי מנדל. הפרשה נחשפה לאחר שהוריה של נכדתו בת השש התלוננו נגדו במשטרה. מהחקירה עולה חשד שאסף ביצע עבירות מין קשות בנכדתו ושנים קודם לכן גם בביתו כשהייתה צעירה. עוד עולה מהחקירה כי הוא ביצע לכאורה תקיפות מיניות גם בנערה בת 13. בידי החוקרים סרטונים אינטימיים של נכדתו שנתפסו ברשותו, אותם הוא צילם בסתר, וכן חומר פדופילי. בימים הקרובים יוגש נגדו כתב אישום. חמישה בני אדם מואשמים בגניבה ובסחר בעשרות כלי נשק מבסיס שדה תימן שבדרום. כתבנו רמי שני. האחים אבישי וליאורי תחביצו על פי כתב האישום גניבה של קנה לנעילת 33 כלי נשק לאחר שחתכו והחליפו את מנעול מחסן הנשק במחנה הצבאי שדה תימן ומכרו אותם לשלושה נאשמים אחרים בפרשה ביחד עם ציוד נלווה כתחמושת רימונים וכוונות מתוחכמות. פרקליטות מחוז הדרום הגישה בקשה לבית המשפט לעצור אותה המטה ללוחמה בטרור מפרסם אזהרת מסע חמורה לישראלים בפיליפינים ומבקש, צאו מיד מהאיים הדרומיים. כתבתנו אליל שחר. בשל התעצמות פעילות של ארגוני טרור ובעיקר ארגוני ג'יהאד עולמי הפועלים במרחב מינדנאו, ישנו סיכון מוחשי וממשי לישראלים השוהים באזור. נוכח חומרת האיום, המלצת המטה ללוחמה בטרור לישראלים היא להימנע מביקור באזור ולשוהים שם לצאת לאלתר. בנוסף, נוכח אפשרות לזליגת אירועי טרור, מבקש המטה להגביר ערנות וזהירות בשאר חלקי המדינה ולנהוג בהתאם להוראות גורמי הביטחון. אז נרגע עם מזג האוויר, הקלה בעומס החום, מחר אפילו ייתכן טפטוף בצפון הארץ ובמישור החוף. אלה החדשות שעורכת קוראל יעקבי. Yes, what?
New Mordechai Ben David, of course. Before that, you heard Eighth Day with Chitty Bim. Thursday morning on this July 6th, the 12th of Tammuz. Good morning, everybody. Nachum Siegel, final week before the three weeks. That's right, our three weeks format begins on Tuesday morning. Oh, yes. In earnest. <laughs> on Shavas Tammuz. Thanks for joining us. Hope you're enjoying your summer so far, no matter where you are. And I thank you, no matter where you are, for tuning us in and uh, being part of our listening experience. I greatly appreciate that. I want to welcome our friends from Bedford-on-Park. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to be spending some time there today. We're going to be at 61 East 34th Street if you want to stop by and see us uh, discussing the dishes, the delicious offerings at Bedford-on-Park with the chef, with Chef Alex, who's going to join us later on. We're going to be heading uh, there during the, literally during our live lunch. You'll be able to hear the whole thing if you start tuning in at 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here at um, the Nahum Siegel Network. But you know our recommendation. Our recommendation is just keep it on. Keep it on throughout the entire day. Especially on a Thursday, you'll be glad you did. And check out Bedford on Park. You've heard about Bedford in Queens and how amazing a restaurant it is. Now there's a uh, 
There's a Bedford on Park Avenue, corner of Park and 34th Street in New York City with delicious lunch and reasonably priced business lunches. Uh, great dinner. They'll do parties and shavabrachas in their party room right there in the center of Manhattan. Uh, delicious food, great burgers and starters, including their lamb bacon. Wonderful, delicious entrees, including their uh, incredible 22-ounce bone-in ribeye steak. Check it out. You'll see what I'm talking about. Head on over to uh, Bedford-on-Park, 61 East 34th Street in New York City, like we're going to be doing later today, and we are looking forward to our visit. That is for sure. Uh, you're listening to JM in the AM as we continue on this Thursday morning. Full lineup, by the way. I'll go through it again a little later on. Full lineup of incredible programming with wonderful shows as we uh, get close to the end of season number five for us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. So again, I recommend you just keep your radio, your uh, web radio, your telephone, your app, um, your archives, however, whatever method you're using to listen, just leave it here all day long. You'll be glad you did. Uh, that I can tell you for sure. Plenty more happening on a Thursday. Yitzhak Fuchs at JM in the AM. Pitachta <laughs> Sakiva, Let 
One day we'll all be free and proud to be under the same sun, singing songs of freedom like. Jam in the AM with the Maccabees. One day, of course, here at JM in the AM. Uh, Benny Freeman at Malani. You heard Hafachta done by Yitzhak Fuchs. Thursday morning broadcast. It's JM in the AM. Mazel Tov. Going out to the Malin and Bienenfeld families. They're celebrating the bris of the brand new baby boy born to uh, Jordana and Alone Malin. That's happening in the five towns as we speak. Mazel Tov to the Malin and Bienenfeld families from all of us here at JM in the AM. Mazel Tov going out to the Weiss. And Cone families last night at Eden Palace in Brooklyn, New York, uh, Chayanacy Weiss and Moshe Cohen uh, were married. There was a Siegel family representation there at the big Simcha, I'm proud to say. Mazel Tov going out to Menachem and Batsheva Cohen and to Ari and Tova Weiss of the Lower East Side of Manhattan from all of us here at JM and the AM on the big wedding last night. And of course, I'm going to toss in an extra special Mazel Tov to the Lazars as well, uh, to Rachel and Chaim. Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. A reminder that this coming Sunday, July the 9th, beginning at 5 p.m., the Chabad of Hunterton County in New Jersey have their second annual Summer Jewish Music Festival, this time around featuring Rogers Park, uh, the renowned Chillant in a, bad, in a band performance, and the award-winning Judd's Memphis Kitchen Barbecue Food Truck, plus fun-filled activities for the kids, face painting, arts and crafts, and more. Uh, it's all happening at the Hunterton Art Museum Terrace in the beautiful downtown Clinton, Clinton, New Jersey, on the south branch of the Raritan River. Information about all of this, jewishhunterton.com, jewishhunterton.com, or dial 908-238-9002, 908-238-9002. So that's happening this coming Sunday. Get ready to enjoy in Hunterdon County. Uh, well, a listener of ours, listener Nachum, asked if we could uh, dedicate uh, today's morning chizuk uh, to um, Asara Gula Bas Harav Tzvi Hirsch. Asara Gula Bas Harav Tzvi Hirsch. And in fact, of course, we will. So today's um, morning chizuk from my Goldwasser. And of course, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. At Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah, Hashem made a gather, a fence around the mountain. Hashem said, be careful not to go onto the mountain, not even to touch it. We have Psukim and Shmos that tell us that not only is a person not allowed to touch it, but if they do, most you must, they will surely die. 
Why is there such a stringency, a chumrah, a double ashara, double warning? The answer is that Hashem wants to enroot in us that a tanai, a stipulation to receiving the Torah, is a concept of a gather, a fence, a siyog that is not to be broken. The great Rosh Yeshiva, the altar of Kelm, surrounded his famous yeshiva with a fence of stones. There was a gate, and the key to the gate was on the inside of the gate on a hook. The way to open it was to reach inside, get the key, and then open the gate. They would then return the key to the hook and close the gate again. Everyone who entered or left was supposed to close the door, lock it, and leave the key on the hook. And that's what everyone did. At the end of the day, there was also a person that was in charge of the key. He would take the key, lock the door, take the key home with him, and return at the beginning of the next day to open the door for everyone and return the key to its place. Whoever came early, and even if it was the altar, would patiently wait until the person in charge of the key would arrive. Once, there was a delay. The Talmidim all gathered in front of the locked gate and were waiting for the person to come with the key. Suddenly, one of the Talmidim called out, Bittu Torah, we're wasting precious moments of Torah. He jumped over the fence and went into the base of Madrash. At that moment, the altar fainted. When he was revived and realized what happened, he fainted a second time. The altar was very shaken up. The students asked him what was wrong. Don't you see, he said. He was over a gather. He breached the fence. Who knows what other breaches this person will be responsible for. Not too many days passed, and it was revealed that this student had done some very wrong things. It showed that his essence was corrupt. When the altar passed a few students who were in animated discussion, he asked them what they were talking about. They said they were talking about the Ruach HaKodesh of the Rav, how the Rav is a prophet, because the Rav knew what was going to happen before anybody else. The altar of Kelm said, No, it's not prophecy. It's not Ruach HaKodesh. When we were all patiently waiting for the door to open, and he jumped, and he broke together our rule. That's not what we call a masmid. That is called breaking the bounds. And I knew that there must be other boundaries that he was also breaking. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning. My thanks to Rabbi Goldwasser. 72 degrees, afternoon showers, a high of 77 Best regards to our friends up in uh, Guilford, New York, Camp Masora. They're still talking about Tuesday night's big concert with God Elbaz. It was quite a production and quite a show. Yeshikach to him and, of course, to uh, Rabbi Ari Katz and everybody up in Masora. <coughs> it was really a fabulous night. An honor to be a part of it. Uh, well, I use this opportunity to remind everybody that Lamdenu has a... Uh, a whole host, an entire list of amazing um, courses that are being offered in July 
of 2017. If I read this correctly, beginning on July the 10th, uh, a whole array of um, summer programming is going to start at Lamdenu with fabulous teachers, lots of amazing women and men, many of whom are not available during the year. And uh, Rachel Friedman is the dean of Lamdenu and joins us live via telephone on this Thursday morning. Rachel Friedman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Hi, Nachum. I'm so excited to be back. I feel like we haven't spoken in a while. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm not going to take the blame for that, but I appreciate you being back with us. Um, okay. I see you have an entire list. I mean, we're talking about a, uh, a, a summer chock full of great Jewish education, to say the least. Yes, it's, it's really amazing. Uh, we're starting our fourth year this summer. So that's very, very exciting. And as always, we have students from the tri-state area and beyond. And as you noted um, so articulately, we have a broad array of courses, Chumash, Navi, Halakha, Philosophy, and also Parenting, where we're, we're venturing into new territories. We're in the beautiful Lightfield Beit Midrash of Congregation Beth Aaron in Teaneck with lots of parking and food and shopping. But I'm especially, especially excited about our amazing summer program which is starting this coming Monday. As you noted, we have a very broad and very rich curriculum this summer. Um, in addition to our regular fabulous, fantastic star teachers like Rabbi Chaim Angel, who will do Parshat HaShavua on Wednesday mornings, and Rabbi Daniel Fridman, who will be teaching a class in Chorban Be'enei Rabbanan, Rabbinic Responses to Destruction. We're also so, so blessed to have a whole bunch of exceptionally talented educators many of whom are respected women Torah scholars, and they're not available during the year. Um, and they're coming to teach for us. Everyone is very excited. If you look at our program, we have Rabbi Sarah Tirolinger Walkenfeld. She's coming in from Chicago, and she's going to teach the Ahafta Lareacha Kamocha on Tuesday mornings, Emotions in Halacha, which, of course, are questions that we always think about. How can the Torah obligate us to feel a certain way? How are emotions like joy or anger subsumed into a life of Torah and mitzvot? And then, of course, we have the return of Rebetzin Shira Shayowitz, who's going to be teaching us about calamity and consolation, the message of Yeshayahu Hanavi. I'll be teaching one day on Shavasar Batamuz, but I stepped back because there are so many amazing, amazing teachers. And then we have a really great new evening series, which is a new venture for us. It's, um, it's on the topic of parenting, a little different than what we usually do. And we're having Dr. Rivka Press-Schwartz, and she'll focus on educating our children for a new reality. And this is something I think that parents will, of all ages, will be very excited about. The first week is about Israel, how do we teach about it? And the second week is talking about hard questions when we don't have easy answers. Right. So we're extraordinarily excited about that. That's a, that's a two-parter, as you noted, uh, beginning on yeah. Tuesday July the 18th, Lamdenu uh, gives everybody the opportunity to uh, uh, to learn, gives everybody the opportunity to learn and, uh, and to be in the presence of these great educators, wonderful scholars, and it all starts this coming Monday at 9.30 in the morning with a course entitled Advanced Talmud, the Halachic Mechanism of Shlichut, Kiddushin Perik Bet, and related sugyot that's going to be given for Rabbi David Nachbar, and then of course, as you noted, uh, so many of the titles that you said will be available to people during the month of July, and everyone 
should take advantage. You're you're speaking on Tuesday. Tuesday is the beginning of our three weeks format for good reason. It's the beginning of the three weeks. And yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I want I want really to underscore that. This year, our program falls exactly within the three weeks. We're actually having special learning on Shivasar B'Tamuz, as you can see. Um, I'm giving a class on the sin of Shivasar B'Tamuz, Is God Jealous of a Golden Calf? And uh, we're also having a class on emotions in Halacha that day. So I think that's very, very important. Begin the three weeks with learning. Learning is a very, very specially meaningful thing for all of us to engage in in the three weeks, when we really have to think about what our tradition is about, what our history is about. How do we bring meaning to every single day of our life? And what did our people go through thousands of years? What did our people survive? And what made us keep going? Well, learning, learning, text, thinking about why we do the things we do is is just so vital and especially important in the three weeks. And you'll see on Thursday, we actually have a very focused three weeks based curriculum um, with uh, Rebbe Tanshira Shiawitz and Rabbi Daniel Friedman, who are focusing specifically on three weeks related topics. Uh, And I want to note that we're inviting men and women to join us, except for Advanced Talmud. Nachum, you can't come to the Advanced Talmud class. Other than that, you're invited to everything else, and you can do a date night with your wife on Tuesday nights with Dr. Rifka Schwartz and educating our children for a new reality. So we have so much going on, and I encourage everyone, check out our website, lamdenu.org, or email us at lamdenu at aol.com, and please join us. We would so love to have you and to bond with you over learning Torah. There you go. Uh, Rachel, Fre- <laughs> Rachel Friedman is the Dean of Lamdenu. It all starts this coming Monday. Check out the schedule. Uh, Lamdenu.org has it. And uh, enjoy an incredible summer at Congregation Beth Aaron on Queen Anne Road in Teaneck, New Jersey. It's a wonderful opportunity to study and to be inspired. Dean Friedman. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us and good luck with this. Thank you so much. I'm thank su- you. A pleasure. I'm sure it's going to be an amazing summer with Lamdenu. More coming up 19 minutes before 8 o'clock. It is JM in the AM. Oh, uh-huh. 
Oh uh-huh. 
Good Shabbos, 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 Good
JM in the AM. Thursday morning broadcast as we hit the top of the hour at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com on the NachumSingle Network and, of course, on our beloved NSN app. Reminder, the uh, annual, well, second annual Summer Jewish Music Festival happening this coming Sunday starting at 5 p.m. Uh, Chabad of Hunterton County hosts it. It's going to be at the uh, beautiful Hunterton Art Museum um, on the south branch of the Raritan River. Information, jewishhunterton.com. They'll feature Rogers Park. They'll be in from Chicago performing. And the award-winning Judd's Memphis Kitchen Barbecue Food Truck is going to be there as well. Phone number 908-238-9002, 908-238-9002, or jewishhunterton.com. JewishHunterton.com. Reminder, tomorrow it's our weekly update. Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, joins us tomorrow, 740 Eastern Time, for the weekly update as we analyze and discuss the uh, events and news items of the week. So get ready for that. That's tomorrow morning, 740, right here at JM in the AM. Well, we've been telling you about our big plan for today. The plan is very simple. 11 a.m., we start our live lunch. Then Miriam L. Wallach, Yoni Pollock, and I, at approximately 12 noon, halfway through the live lunch, will be going to a great lunch location, and that's Bedford-on-Park up at the 61 East 34th Street in New York City. We'll uh, greet everybody from there, call in at about 12.30 whenever we arrive, and then afterwards we're going to spend some time with Chef Alex with some of his delicious dishes, and that's something that you'll see uh, on the web through our social media over the next couple of weeks. Bedford on Park. You've heard of Bedford in Queens. They now have an amazing uh, location on Park Avenue, the corner of Park and 34th Street in New York City. Great place for lunch. They've got reasonably uh, priced business lunches, dinner, parties, shavabrachas in their party room in the back, which is really cool. They have a full bar and they have some amazing dishes. And guess who's visiting us in our studio on this Thursday morning? The same gentleman that we're going to be spending time with early this afternoon, Chef Alex is here from Bedford on Park. Chef, welcome to JM in the AM. Hey, good morning. Good morning to you, sir. How are things going over at Bedford on Park? They're going excellent. You're meeting up some good food. Meeting a lot of great people there, huh? Yeah, absolutely. You were there last night till about what time? Till about uh, eleven o'clock. Oh, so really early start for you coming in this morning. We appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what chef schedules usually are, but I would guess this is pretty early. This is pretty early. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Well, thank you. And we look forward to visiting you later and uh, checking out some of the things that we're going to be discussing right now. What is the success of Bedford? You know, I don't have to tell you, that kosher restaurants open and close with great regularity. It's practically a revolving door out there. But Bedford starts in Queens and all of a sudden has an amazing reputation and uh, an incredible reputation of, uh, you know, that's spreading, people insisting that their friends, family, relatives, etc., get there and try it out as soon as possible. Why has Bedford, as a brand in the kosher community, worked so far? I think it comes down to a number of reasons, but in primarily it's that we're, we're serving good creative food, um, we're using good quality ingredients, and we have a great atmosphere both at our Queens location and at our new location, Bedford on Park, uh, you know, we have outstanding service. We have great food. Um, so I don't see what, what the reason is for, for there not to be success. Right. Well, 
A lot of people who own kosher restaurants would uh, would like to have your formula. I can tell you that much. Uh, so at some point, it was decided, you know what? This is a concept that's worked so well in Queens. We could do this in Manhattan and really expand, you know, really uh, attract, I mean, people from far and wide, those who work in New York City, those who live in New York City, and, of course, tourists who are coming in and out on a regular basis. So Bedford-on-Park opened about how long ago? This was a little over six months ago at the beginning of December. All right. And what happens so far? Do you have a, a good crowd for dinner up there on 34th Street and Park Avenue? Yeah, we absolutely do. Um, and lunch as well. Uh, we're doing doing good business lunches. We've had some great uh, great private events as well. We had a we had a God Elbaz concert late in December. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. And yeah, we've had some great dinners. Busy. You could Can't do a complain. concert at Bedford on Park, huh? It was an intimate concert. I'm saying but... a nice little get together, <laughs> but you could have some music and uh, do some creative things. Absolutely. Speaking of creative, that is one of the reasons I believe that Bedford on Park has worked so far because of your creativity. Uh, there are some amazing menu items, a lot of stuff that, frankly, I don't think you'll find anywhere else. And in fact, later on, we'll have a chance to taste some of them and speak about them in detail when we visit. Sure. Will. Um, I don't know. Let, let's take a. First of all, everyone talks about your burgers. Why is it that your burgers? are uh, so attractive to people out there. I would say it's good meat and good bread, you know. Buy, a, buy great bread, um, use a, like a homemade pretzel bun, and we use a house uh, blend of meat, which is a secret recipe. I'm not going to tell you. Wow. But, uh, You're you very know, mysterious. Yeah, well, <laughs> grind it fresh every day and makes the burgers come out great. All right, so those are burgers that you could check out. And there is actually one called a Bedford burger. Of course. Which includes the veal bacon. Absolutely, right. and, and that fried egg, and that right, which is pretty amazing, I'm sure. Um, your your appetizers uh, include the lamb bacon, which has again, you know, caused quite a stir out there. People, you know, it's one of those items where I'm, I'm sure you get this, where people say, if I'm coming to Bedford, this is one of the things I have to order, right? Yeah, absolutely. You can't make enough of that lamb bacon, huh? From beginning day one in Queens to to now, can't get rid of it. Right, you, the problem is you can get rid of it. You, <laughs> yeah. you just can't get it off the menu. That's exactly. for sure. People want it. And it says here maple glaze and what is that? Shishito pepper? Yeah. And what is that? It's a little green pepper. It's kind of spicy. It's good when it's uh, charred, grilled. There you go. Yeah. You can tell that I'm uh, somewhat ignorant when it comes to the vegetables. Uh, (laughs) And and then you have a variety of steaks, which are are pretty cool. You have the 7-ounce eye of rib, the 14-ounce boneless ribeye, and then the 22-ounce bone-in ribeye. Uh, What distinguishes the Bedford steak from others out there? Well, we have a, you know, again, secret marinade. Uh, so all our steaks been sitting on marinade at least 24 hours before we cook them, and we also top them with a crusted uh, Bedford rub, uh, which makes them, you know, gives a little bit of a different flavor, makes it unique. Very nice. So there you have it. Uh, and later on, we'll uh, check out some of these during our live lunch today. You do have fish options for people who want it, of course. Uh, so there are fish options. There are sandwiches. If someone just wants a good lunch sandwich, they've got that as well. Which one do you recommend? Or you know, tell me about one of these from the sandwich list. I mean, it's a little boring, but I love the grilled chicken sandwich. Can't go wrong with it. Chipotle mayo, crispy shallots. Modeled after a sandwich I used to love working in a different restaurant. Hmm. I eat one every day, so can't go wrong with that. That's your thing, huh? Yeah, exactly. You top it with avocado? Yes, we do. Nice. Uh, And um, today, as you do every day, you will be offering a soup of the day. Have you decided what the soup of the day is going to be today, or is that a decision that happens later tell me the process of when you decide what the soup of the day is going to be yeah it depends what kind of mood i'm in i guess 
What was yesterday? Do you remember? Yesterday was a tomato bisque with uh, garlic bread. Oh, I missed coming by one day. That would have been great. I might have some leftover for you later. Thank you. I appreciate it. I think today we're going to maybe do a beef and barley. Oh, very nice. Good thick thick soup, huh? Yeah, nice and hearty. A lot of great items. Um, Those of you out there who have not yet tried Bedford on Park, you could check them out at 61 East 34th Street in New York City. Chef Alex is visiting us today. Uh, the business lunch, as we keep telling everybody, is reasonably priced if people want to come in and just check it out. Oh, by the way, it was interesting. The uh, the moment we started speaking about you guys yesterday, someone posted on our app how they were there recently for a burger and they just fell in love with it. So, you know, it seems every part of your menu is really attractive, frankly. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, are you kidding? Um, how those barbecue brisket sliders. That's a really hot item in general these days, right? Yeah, you see it a lot. And, you know, we're no different. Again, day one in Queens, been been selling them, and that's a pulled brisket, I assume. Yeah, we uh, we take a take a second cut brisket, smoke it, braise it for a few hours, pull it up, mix with some of our uh, barbecue sauce, serve it on again some delicious bread. Can't go wrong with it. All right, and we keep telling everybody, sixty one East Thirty Fourth Street. They should realize that Bedford on Park is there, right? I mean, I don't know how we want to describe it in terms of the uh, location, but yeah, it's what- a little incognito, right? But uh, you know, you have the address, you'll find it. 61 East 34th, it would be on the, let me do this right, northwest corner of Park and 34th Street, right? Northwest corner of Park and 34th Street. That is correct. You check it out. We'll be there later. We're going to arrive about the 1230 this afternoon. You'll hear it during the live lunch, and then you'll be seeing some of the videos we do with Chef Alex uh, literally from the dining room um, in subsequent weeks on social media um, through the Nahum Siegel Network. Facebook page, and <clears throat> all of our social media outlets. Well, Chef Alex, I wish you the best of luck at Bedford on Park. Looks like you guys are doing a great job so far. People can go to Bedford, <clears throat> excuse me, people can go to bedfordkitchen.com. They can. They can also go uh, on uh, your social media to Bedford NYC. Absolutely. Uh, phone number you want to give out, or just uh, people should uh, should show up and enjoy? Yeah, show up and enjoy. That's it. Huh? I'll be here. You'll be there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're you're. You're in Bedford on Park till about 10 o'clock tonight. Exactly. People can stop by for lunch or dinner, and we'll see you later on. I thank you very much for stopping by here today. And thank you. Chef Alex, Bedford on Park. Check it out, everybody. We've begun an association with them, and today it's going to be a dream come true for us as we go and try some of the dishes and uh, have a a taste of what everyone's been talking about. Bedford already, as a brand, has established quite a reputation in the world of kosher restaurants, and as we keep saying, uh, with their expansion to Manhattan, now Bedford-on-Park. It gives more and more people an opportunity to check it out. We also have a worldwide audience, obviously, here at the Nahum Siegel Network. When you're visiting New York City during the summer, you want to make Bedford-on-Park one of your destinations. Nine minutes after 8 o'clock, you're listening on a Thursday morning to JM in the AM. <laughs> I'm
שצריך להתגבר מאוד בכל כוחות להיות אך צומח תומית, אך צומח תומית שצריך להתגבר מאוד בכל כוחות להיות אך צומח תומית, אך צומח תומית Thank 
That is uh, Yehuda with Rock L'Kayim Mitzvos. Uh, before that, Omdos, the Solomon Brothers. You heard Yoni Shlomo with Achtov, Yaakov Shweki with Ach Sameach, and Bowie Kala. That was the Mordechai and David selection opening up that set. JM in the AM at 8.31 on this uh, Thursday morning. Don't forget, we have a big day on our, on our uh, incredible network. Starting at 9 o'clock this morning, it's Charlie Harari with Unlocking Greatness, featuring an in-depth Look at breaking out of ourselves to improve our lives. Coming up at 9.30. Spin class with Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder. Jew in the City Speaks. Allison Joseph has part one of an interview with Brad Saltzman, international expert on internet and sex addiction. 
10.30, it's Miriam L. Wallach with Dr. Michael Solomon, Senior Psychologist and Director at the ADC Psychological Services in Hewlett, New York. Miriam L. Wallach will discuss brain hacking, why kids getting 400% more screen time than they should and what it's doing to their brains. Uh, that's happening at 10.30 on That's Life. At 11 o'clock, it's live lunch. And you know what's going to be happening in the middle of the live lunch? We're going to head to Bedford-on-Park and um, spend some time with Chef Alex at Bedford-on-Park. And I thank him for joining us here earlier. And, of course, uh, Throwback Thursday is a Chaim David performance live in studio starting, or I should say from 12 years ago in July of 2005. So a big, big day here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Tomorrow morning, of course, Malcolm Honline joins us. He's the Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He'll join us tomorrow morning for the weekly update at 7.40 Eastern Time right here at JM in the AM. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM.
JM and the AM with Ellie Marcus. It's a Thursday morning broadcast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. 8.37, 23 minutes before 9 o'clock. As we continue on a Thursday, a big, big Thursday. Every Thursday is a big day. Or I should say a big Thursday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Stay tuned in all through the day, of course. Uh, well, Kahut Publications, K-E-H-O-T, Kahut Publications, the Kahut Publication Society, has a brand new Tehillim, a brand new book of Psalms that's been released. It's a book of Psalms with commentary from the Talmud, Midrash, Kabbalah, classic commentators, and the Hasidic masters. It was compiled by Rabbi Yosef Marcus. Rabbi Marcus joins us live from California on this Thursday morning broadcast. Rabbi Yosef Marcus, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. It's an honor. I appreciate that. There are so many Tehillims out there. Obviously, there's only one Tehillim, but you know what I mean. There are so many publications that have gone ahead and been commentaries and have uh, afforded people to uh, really understand Tehillim. What is unique about this brand new one? What is unique? Great question. So I think, uh, first of all, there's there's a feature that we have in the Tehillim where we point out uh, uh, him in the Tillam that that teaches some halacha Ooh. or a minhag, or um, even if it doesn't teach us a particular halacha or minhag, but there's a custom about this epistle, this psalm, or this verse. For example, um, we have the Yom Tavim that are next coming up will be Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, etc. So you have the the psalm that you say before blowing the shofar, Psalm 40, 47. So we talk about the halachic aspect or the minhag aspect of it, or Yom Kippur. Before Kol Nidre, you say, which you also say on Friday night. Why do we say that right before Kol Nidre? What's the deeper meaning? Um, or by Sukkis, you have a Pasuk, which we also say on Friday night, interestingly. Uh, then all of the trees of the forest will sing. That's actually an allusion to the Dalit Minim, the four species that we take on on Sukkot, um, two of them are, are uh, fruit-bearing trees, palm tree and the Esrog, and Kol Atsayar, all of the trees of the forest, include non-fruit-bearing trees, which is the willow and the myrtle, and they will sing. That's the when you, you shuckle, your, your, you shake your lulav, and you have to make a little bit of a rustling sound. That's hinted to, according to the Lavush, at this Pasik, Azirano Palatiar. And so throughout the Tilam, wherever there was something that had to do with halakha, I made a, a separate feature called Psalms in Practice. Well, you've already so, you've already sold me on this. That's a I'm looking at it right <laughs> now. That that's a great feature. That's a wonderful feature. I don't think it's been done before. I don't think so, no. And then on the other side of it, from the from the very practical to the very mystical, um, is the Hasidus aspect of it. I don't think there's been a, a collection of Hasidic thought on Tehillim ever published, certainly in English, and I don't think even in Hebrew. Meaning how, Hasid, meaning how Hasidic masters viewed viewed uh, uh, chapters and verse of Tehillim? Exactly, exactly. And most of it is Chabad Hasidus, going all the way back to the first Chabad Rebbe, Alter Rebbe, all the way to, to the current, to the Rebbe um, that everyone knows. And interesting, today is uh, the 12th of Tammuz, right. which is the day that uh, the Rebbe's father-in-law, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, was freed from prison in 1927 in Soviet Russia. Yud-Bez Tammuz. Yud-Bez Tammuz, a very special day on the Chabad calendar. We don't say Tachnun, 
Um, so if you want to hop around, if you didn't have it, go to Chabad Shul. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or save it for Mincha. <laughs> exactly. One of the one of the great pleasures of being a from Jew when you get to skip Tachnun. By the way, um, by the way, that's a chapter of Psalms, Tachnun. Yes. Yeah. Do you do you expound on that aspect of it when you get to that chapter uh, in your book in the Tehillim book? Yes, yes. We talk about the the minig, the different minhagim, those who say it, those who don't say it, the results minig. And um, yes, it's, uh, that for me that was one of the most interesting aspects of it. But the Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, he was the sixth Chabad Rebbe. He was very into uh, saying Tehillim, and he established a few customs that we keep till this day. Uh, one of them is to um, to say Tehillim every day according to the day of the month. So every right. 30 days, you're, you're finishing the whole Tehillim, and he, right. he really wanted that every shul would do that. Another custom is comes from the Baal Shem Tov, which is to say your capital every day, meaning right. the, whatever age you are. Nachum, you're probably, what are you, 23, 24? Right, so because, my, because my, my next birthday will be 24, I would say Chafdalot every day. Uh, exactly, right. exactly. And then the, the additional minute is to study your capital on your on your birthday. So right. when I was writing this uh, this commentary, uh, this commentary, by the way, is 608 pages, I believe. It's a huge book. Uh, it's a little deceptive because it's a 93, you know, there's an A and B side, so it, it looks like there's 300 pages, but really 600 pages. Right. And I thought, who's going to read through this? And uh, I thought at least on people's birthday they could take it out and read, learn their capital with the various commentaries. So it goes all the way back to, um, you know, of course, the Pshat, Rashi, Mitsudas, Radak, etc., and then it has all of these other features. So it's a, it gives you a very full picture of the breadth of of commentary. A, a couple of, Rabbi Yosef Marcus is with us. Kahut Publication Society has a brand new Tehillim. It, it is remarkable, and uh, I, the reason I say it like that is because I love when I see a Tehillim that it's not just you know, what others have done in the past. This is obviously unique and, and a, a, a brand new um, addition to the collection of Tehillim out there. But what's, what's with the pages, though? To me, it looks like it's out of order. It goes, for instance, from 203B to 203A. Why is it Why is it done that way? Well, you always have that problem when you have a Hebrew-English book. There's different styles of doing it when you, you know, with the... You, you're on the one hand, you're reading right to left. Right. But on the other hand, you're reading English. So for me, it's always confusing... When you go from the right side of the page, and then you have to go to the left side of the page. Ah, so you start the psalm on the left side. I get it. Meaning the psalm in English, the commentary, you start on the left side. Exactly. And ah, so that's another way of doing it, but then it. you'll have the pages are confusing. Oh. So what I, I did is I changed the pages, so that when you look at the pages, you'll see how to read and how to do it. See, now it makes sense to me. I like it. I, now that you've explained <laughs> it, now it makes sense to me. All right, so on the birthday issue, you've never met somebody who says Psalm 130 every day, right? That you've never you've never heard of. I have not. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> if it would happen, I'd like to know about it, please. <laughs> yeah, so what, ha- what happens when you turn 150? I guess you start over from the beginning. Oh, that's right. For for your 151st year, I guess you'd have to go to Perak Aleph of Tehillim. Yeah, but but on a serious note, uh-huh. um, the 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 psalm continues after life, life after life, and and uh, and the the psalm that's connected to that soul, um, perhaps they're studying that psalm in, in uh, Shemaim. No question about that. Why do you think that Tehillim is the go-to in Jewish tradition in times of crisis? Someone's ill. People are outside the hospital room saying Tehillim. Uh, there's a, God forbid, a, a what we call a matzav in Israel. 
you know, shuls around the world gather not only to say the traditional Tehillim that they might say on a regular basis for those who are ill in the in the community, but they will, you know, add on additional Tehillim to say after Tefillah. Why is Tehillim, of all the books of Tanakh, the go-to in those situations? Well, there's something unique about uh, Tehillim in that it's it's uh, both part of the Torah, but it's also a considered a prayer. So these are the two two aspects of being a Jew is uh, is the intellectual side and also the heart side, and of course the practice. But from on the inner life of a, of a, of a human being, you have the, the emotional and the intellectual, and the Tehillim actually has both of those things. And so from all of Tanakh, it is the, the prayers. The Medrash says that from the beginning of creation, Hashem assigned a unique role for every individual. Abram, for example, he was destined to be the first person who would ever have a bris milah. Right. Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, he was destined to be the first of the Nevi'im. In other words, he had a special connection with Nevuah, with prophecy. And the Medrash says, David HaMelech, he was destined to be the first of the singers of, uh, uh, of singing to, to Hashem. And, and David HaMelech, he was a very unique person. Um, he's compared to Moshe Rabbeinu. Um, the Medrash uh, says that, that uh, everything that, that Moshe Rabbeinu did, David HaMelech did the same. Uh, Moshe gave the Torah to the Jewish people. Dave, uh, David strengthened the Torah in his time. Both were born, this is very interesting, we know there are four people who who never sinned, and the only reason they died was because of the sin of Adam and because of the snake. Two of those, Amram and Yishai, these are the fathers of Moshe Rabbeinu and David HaMelech. Wow. Uh, they both passed away on Shabbos. Right. They both passed away on the same day they were born, and both were shepherds. Uh, both are called by Hashem, Avdi, my servant, my servant Moshe, Avdi Moshe, Avdi David. So David was a unique uh, tzaddik, then, and he had a particular connection to composing and singing to Hashem, and therefore in times, and so the, the Tillam has kind of like a, oh, I don't want to use the word magical, but uh, a, a very special power, um, what what the what the, what the Gedolim of all the generations have said about the Tillam are, are unbelievable. I mean, you read... What they said that you know if you if you knew if you knew the power of Tehillim, one tzaddik said you would you wouldn't stop you wouldn't stop saying it you would just be saying it all the time. Right. The uh, brand the brand new Tehillim comes from the Kahat Publication Society. It's the publishing division of the worldwide Chabad Lubavitch movement, the largest not for profit translator, publisher, and distributor of Jewish literature, Hasidic texts, and children's titles in the world. In addition to the Tehillim, which is the uh, uh, the project of the Kahat Publication Society and um, uh, compiled by Rabbi Yosef Marcus. You can go to kahat.com and browse thousands of additional titles, K-E-H-O-T.com, K-E-H-O-T.com. Right, Marcus, the Tehillim is amazing. Um, not that you need my approbation, but it really is incredible. And what you've done, I think, is remarkable, and I'm recommending it to everybody. And I thank you very, very much for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Thank you, Nahum. More coming up. It is a a Thursday morning broadcast at JM and the AM. Check out the brand new Tehillim, Rabbi Yosef Marcus from the Kahut Publication Society. You are listening to JM in the AM. Wie 
Mijn eindigplaats is niet door hier. Waar ik wijs in ik hoop die deem boeles kind asof. Ben ik dan te schande toeken zijn nog hand. De heilige is wat mooiste. Is als gewinke kleid. Met schabes dik maal piesem. Bam schelf en tier gestaan en graai. Aar ons een keer met dat Schwitz auf die Bahnen, dem Teut was ich gesehen. Wir singen an die Mamen, wie bleibt es gern noch jetzt geschehen. Sing der Lied, er hat sich lieb, in der Schimme hat sich gewehen. Wie er war bis in Jesma Maja im Kossett.
J.M. in the A.M., Shalshalas Jr., uh, from volume number two. Before that, Levy Folkowitz with Achakelo. Well, it's Thursday here at um, the Nahum Siegel Network. You know what that means. We have a full day, really a full day of great programming. Make sure you keep it where you got it. Uh, no matter how you're listening, whatever method you're using, make sure to just leave it. No need to touch anything, literally. Thank you, YMK. On the app, YMK says, uh, like the music that's being played this morning. Thank you. Um, a lot of interesting comments on our app this morning. You could check it out for the next three minutes before they disappear and they go into the next show. A lot of interesting comments on the app. Um, all right, coming up uh, tomorrow, 740 Eastern Time, it's Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. The weekly update tomorrow starting at the 740 Eastern Time. 9 o'clock this morning, it's Charlie Harari on the topic of breaking out of ourselves to improve our lives. Jew in the City Speaks. Excuse me, before Jew in the City Speaks, we go to uh, spin class with Michael Fragan and Phil Goldfeder. Then at 10 a.m., Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs. Brad Saltzman, international expert on internet and sex addiction, is her guest between 10 and 10.30. At 10.30, Dr. Michael Solomon is the guest of Miriam L. Wallach on That's Life, senior psychologist and director at ADC Psychological Services in Hewlett, New York. They'll discuss brain hacking, why kids are getting 400% more screen time than they should and what it and what it's doing to their brains. That's between 10.30 and 11 on That's Life. At 11 o'clock, we'll be in studio for the first hour of the live lunch, and then we'll head to Bedford-on-Park to meet Chef Alex and taste some of his delicious dishes. Uh, make sure to be tuned in. The whole adventure is going to be uh, during the live lunch, and the video we take at the Chef Alex at Bedford-on-Park will be um, distributed via social media over the next couple of weeks, so we're looking forward to that. And throwback Thursday is Chaim David's live performance from the 6th of July, 2005. Full day on the Nachum Siegel Network. Make sure you're tuned in. Achena Yisrael and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the Nachum Siegel Network, and on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a great Thursday edition of JM in the AM. Special shout-out to those listening in the Catskill region and those who are tuned in as they travel up to the Catskills today on Thursday. Big travel day today, like every Thursday during the summer. Tomorrow we're back. We start at 6 a.m., and I hope you'll be tuned in. Have a fabulous Thursday. Until tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. (laughs) 